Welcome to Monday Sparkle. Now, I want to revisit our conversation on Zoom today. I mean, I don't want to revisit any conversation that I'm having on Zoom because really I'm sick to the back teeth of it, um, which is partly my point. Last time I talked about the practicalities of running good meetings on the platform and I was encouraging us all to be a bit more creative about our Zoom use. Well done if you've taken that on board. I don't know if it's because I've just watched the Hanforth Parish Council Planning and Environment Committee in all its shouty, standing-ordered glory. And if you haven't seen that, check it out. But I wanted to circle back round and talk about online etiquette today. Like the medium itself, I think Zoom etiquette is a two-way conversation. The best-run Zooms involve some clarity from the host of the meeting and a bit of self-awareness. The former is about creating some ground rules for participants on a call, and I'm increasingly convinced that we need to be spelling these out to people so that everybody is clear. My starting point for that would be a list of suggestions such as mics off unless you're speaking, camera off if you want to, no judgment around that. Use the comments for questions rather than chipping in verbally. If you're on screen with another member of your household, then try not to chat to them when somebody else has the floor. It looks really rude. If you're participating in a meeting and you want to share your screen, then let the host know in advance so they can make you a co-host. You might have other bugbears, but don't assume that what you think is correct etiquette is the same for everybody. Set out the parameters at the start of the meeting in a polite, clear way and you'll save a lot of faff and irritation. Which leads me to the other side of the conversation, the self-awareness part. I was toting up the number of online meetings I went to last week and they ranged from work meetings to online gigs to a talk about world swimming to a prayer gathering to a worship event to a couple of meetups for creatives to catch-ups with friends and family and that's not even all of them. I don't think I'm alone in feeling a level of reluctance to engage online any more than I have to. It's not good for my eyesight, for my concentration, my sleep patterns or indeed my love and patience for my fellow human beings. So my second plea really is for a host's etiquette where we're all much clearer with people about what we're expecting of them before we send them yet another link. People really appreciate knowing whether or not they are going to be expected to contribute or whether or not they're going to be plunged into a breakout room with a bunch of strangers for a really awkward 20 minutes. It also helps if they know that the meeting will not run on beyond the promised length of time. And to enable that, it means that we should get our co-hosting and our screen sharing sorted out in advance. Basically, what I'm observing is that all the bad habits we used to have when we ran real life meetings have kind of just seeped into the virtual world. So in short, let's be clear in our expectations of others and ourselves. Let's honour people's time and ability to concentrate in a world that is dominated by technological challenge. And let's have a bit of grace for one another in our exhaustion and frustration with how things are. I'm going to honour your time now by signing off. So thanks for listening to my rant. I'm going to take a short break for the next couple of episodes, but I'll be back next Monday with some more Sparkle. Foolproof Bites is written, edited and produced by Fiona Stewart for Foolproof Creative Arts. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review so other people can join the foolish fun.